some devils. Are we live, Neil? We're live. Um, Pretty cool, that little So we got the super mic on tonight. Yeah. You can hear Ukraine. Right. Check, check, Ukraine. We got him. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Neil, tonight. Sweet. We've asked. We, we, we wanted to have him on the show. We had him on the phone once. Yeah, on the phone. That's yeah, we got him on the phone. Miles. Yeah. He's fine. I was there that night. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had him on the phone. He was there. Well, he was booked that night. So we, yeah. we like, we took the phone. Yeah, I was booked. I had it's, to stay up till 1030. Uh, that's late, huh? <laughs> uh, so everybody on California, Neil, just so you know, Sid, a bruisey. That's a tough name. Double A, double B's, double Z's. Okay, Cinder Bruzzi, uh, the founder of Water Brothers. Yeah, that's right. Rhode Island, institution, mm-hmm. um, music, skateboarding, surfing, punk rock, is on the West Coast today. Fine. We have him. So if you don't know, now you know. And uh, Sid, welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Really, I love the show, and uh, I'm glad I'm here. That's and you know what's funny is... I think he tunes in once in a while, Neil. All the time. He does. Yeah. All the time. If I, you know, yeah. if, if I don't watch it live, it's definitely playing all day long. You know, when, on YouTube channel and stuff like that. Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard of listen to a show and heard us mention you? Yes. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we do once in a while. I'm like, Sid might be listening. That has been brought to my attention. It has. Yeah. Okay, I love that. Because once in a while we do mention you because uh, you're our favorite East Coaster. But the only yeah. East Coaster, favorite. You're fucking you're the only one. Well, <laughs> in Santa Cruz, California, we have one favorite. It's you. you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I'm not just speaking for myself. I'm speaking for the town. I came here in the fall of 1970. In, uh, and well, hold, why did you pick here? Because why didn't you go to Malibu or something? Uh, Overland surfboards. Uh, oh, we got a couple hanging up back up there, yeah. Do you really? We do, yeah. Yeah, um, it was funny. I was selling, I wanted this one particular surfboard, so I went to, in the summer of 69, <clears throat> and I went to uh, a place in New Jersey, six hours away. I was 16 years old. To get it, I wanted a Joe Roland model from the Roland, <coughs> Roland Brothers in uh, Jacksonville. They were in Newport for an East Coast Pro event. Back then, it was 3A, 4A was like the top rated thing. And I saw those guys out there, and I got to get that board. It was 6'9 in 1969. That's so, Yeah. So I went down, got it, and they put a couple on my car. I drove back home. Two weeks later, they came back with a couple more, got the money, and I started in business out of my basement selling Rick surfboards. <laughs> I ended up going direct with Rick and Hermosa Redondo, wherever they were. And I called one day, because I had not sold a lot, but say 40 or 50. And this mega store at the time, he had three stores. Hartford, Mesquamacit, and, and a summer store in Newport had found out I was selling boards. And this guy's just an older guy with money sponsoring surf shops. And he, I guess the word was, he told Rick, I'll buy 30 cash off you if you don't sell to that kid in Rhode Island. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, so, God damn it, I hate those guys. God! So I got, knocked, I got put out of business and 
the guy selling me the boards over the phone because the Jersey guys moved me to California uh, said, hey, hold on. I'm going to move up to Santa Cruz and work for Overland. He was going to be a sander, I found out. Hmm. But he ended up with a guy on the phone. You know what I mean? So name was John Shannadier or something like that. So I'm selling boards for Overland through him. But, you know, calling the factory. Hey, is John there, right? No matter who answered. So I go out to Santa Cruz in the fall of 70. And uh, they're in the Hout building. They mm-hmm. shared the Hout factory. Joey Thomas, Robbie Waldemeyer. Pat O'Neill, Jim Phillips running airbrush, you know, and pin lines. Incredible uh, group of guys. The boys. Know? Yeah. And so I go into the factory, and <clears throat> Tom comes out and says, I said, hey, is John here? He goes, you're Sid. We've been waiting for you. Cause I, you know, and they go, we fired him. We found out he was making $25 a board off you. What? <laughs> yeah, he's pitching me too. No. Yeah. Damn. So I got pinched. That's like the classic East Coast thing, huh? Everyone gets a little piece as it goes. Well, no, they're West Coast guys. I know, but yeah, they're pinching East Coast. Yeah, on the way over. Yeah. You know what's funny to you? I just want to say, the Overland name comes up on this show a lot. A lot. Right. You know what's funny to you? I just want to say, the Overland name comes up on this show a lot. A lot. And I don't think anybody really knows. And honestly, as much as we've talked about it, I don't think we really know either. No, Nelly, do you know? Overland? Yeah, being like the history of them in Santa Cruz and like. Not really. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like. I had shout out with Jim. They came from they came from Weber Surfboards, down south. Jim and Tom worked for Weber. Then Jim started Clearlight Surfboards, and then Jim moved up to Santa Cruz. Brought Tom, his younger brother, up. Enlisted Joey Thomas. Mm -hmm. Tom, Jim just sort of took a wrong path. Tom took over the business, and uh, Mike Grassley, who was the first O'Neill rep, right. and the Oldman tragic got, ending, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I know that story. And and uh, he was the rep, and um, I was the guy selling Overlands, and, and hmm. I still have about thirty-two Overlands at my house. But what what Tom did was. Well, you just said you have 32 overlands in your house. So I got one hanging up on the roof back here. What's it look like? It's like really special. But I'll tell you. Is so, it a short board? No, it's a good one. Um, no, what do you mean? They, 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 I feel like they did. They brought rocker into boards, right? I mean, the, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I felt like, like, like they brought they, a lot of rocker and, and a downrail. They the first guy with a rocket fish where that guy Clyde Beatty gets all the credit. But they had the narrow twin fin fish. They were riding twin fins. Five sixes and five sevens, like in 71, 72. Right. All of that stuff. So it was great working with Tom and had the time of my life. Wow. And, and then he got a little in the wrong direction. And uh, his was, wife, he the only, was he the only one who went in the wrong direction? Not, not at all. Okay. But, but um, he moved out of town and... Uh, then I started working with Doug Hout in the front of the factory. And I sold house for five or six years. And then I see arrows just starting to fly. And I said to Doug, Doug was just sort of laid back. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. had 
Ran the Lamaflex thing and, you know, had the riders and then just sort of was content shaping. You like shaping. And Bob was just rat flea, Barney, just starting. We just started. So I ended up working for Bob, <coughs> excuse me, for close to 25 years. I want to back up a little bit because. I just want to back up because on the wall behind us, behind the camera, uh, we Kevin Reed was inducted into the Hall of Fame this Absolutely. weekend, and my friend Todd <clears throat> ran the event, called me and said, "You have a Kevin Reed board, which we do." And I took it off the wall. As I was taking it off the wall, next to his board, we have his helmet from uh, his Winchester Skate Park days in 1977 and 78. On that helmet, there's a Water Brothers sticker. Yeah. And then I, I when I my my friend bought that helmet, and I was like, oh my god, that looks like Kevin's helmet. And I called Ted Terrebone, who took a picture of Kevin Reed at Winchester, yeah. and on that helmet, in the photo, is a Water Brothers sticker. 77, bro. Yeah, how sent the team to the East Coast? And I picked Where was that photo at SoCal? Or that's Winchester, it? yeah. I think that's a Winchester photo right there. Ted Terrebonne right there. Nelly, back me up. I think it's Winchester. But the fact of the matter is, your sticker is on Kevin Reed's helmet. Yeah, well, that's because Kevin, I I took those guys all through New England Definitely. to, like, Definitely. all the... Yeah. All the skate parks. Yeah, that's you see, you got confirmation. It, yeah, it is Winchester. Thank you, Nelly. I appreciate that. So I thought it was too. And I'm a card-carrying member of Winchester. Well, skate I took park, those guys. Just like, those you know. guys flew into Boston. And it was, how do I pronounce it? Nikolai, Nikolai, Nikolai. Kevin, the goofy foot. He had a model out from how. But they're about four or Kiwi. five. Kiwi. Yeah. Kiwi. Yeah. Just before, right after the, that trip. To the East Coast, he quit Howard and was riding up Alba mm. at the Winchester. I also filmed the Winchester 1979 um, Pro at the Pink Pool. I was living in Santa Cruz. And I heard the finals was that day. I went up there with a Super 8 and four rolls of 50-foot film. <laughs> and... I shot and, and connected it. To this day, it came out good. And the film that we're working on now, I had taken all of that stuff and it was put on 4K. So it, it, it was, back then they had the doubles competition. Yeah, Dwayne yeah. Peters, um, <laughs> his Eddie Algera. Cabby, Cabby had to be four foot tall. A kid. Yeah. Meekster uh, too, Scotty right? Scotty Foss. Oh, and Foss. Scotty's Scott, so killing Scotty it. Yeah. Scotty Foss. Yeah. Um, oh, Jay Smith. And was Blackheart in that too? No, he wasn't in the, he, he Well, he didn't make the finals. He was sitting on the side drinking a beer probably. And, then, <laughs> and Tony Alba was sitting on the uh, scaffolding. And he didn't skate the contest or anything. He sort of like the cool guy up there. And they were playing cassettes <laughs> as the soundtrack for the contest. Wow. And I filmed Alva taking a cassette. I filmed the whole thing pretty, pretty good. Like, it's continuous. It's not just do 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 Like, all the runs are tied together. And the time between putting up changing one film to the other film. I did that fairly quick. And so it, it came out pretty good. 
And back then, you didn't want to fool around splicing eight-track tape. So I just taped each end of the thing, but I filmed in unison, like the men's finals. I filmed some of the rollerblade finals. The roller, roller skate. skate right, right, yeah. With that guy, Fred Blood. Huh. Unbelievable double axle stalls. Okay, well, first off, anyone whose last name's Blood, yeah. you're a badass already. Come on. Yeah. I so I, I got those guys. So that that, that was pretty good. Huh. And anyway, it came out good. And it, it, to this day, I think it's still on Facebook or something. But we're cleaning it up and going to run. With Can we fast forward? Yes. You're in the <clears throat> East Coast Hall of Fame mm-hmm. as a pioneer. Yeah. Does that trip you out? You're a pioneer uh, at all? Yeah, that? it does. I, it's, uh, that was sort of, I really, I was stoked to get that. Um, yeah, it was a great night. Um, 2000 class of 16. Corey Lopez is in it as uh, West Lane. The mm-hmm. surfer. Yeah. Well, yeah, West Lane too. Yeah, yeah. West was already in. I don't think he was in my class though. I see Wes all the time. Wes comes up to Newport, Rhode Island every hurricane. Mm. To this day. That's what I was going to ask you. How are, the, yeah. How yeah. are all these hurricanes closed? Yeah, yeah. Wes, good? Wes is up there. Wes, I get a phone call from Wes the second a storm forms. Because his story is Newport used to be a Navy town. Like, big time. Destroyers, ships, everything. And Wes's dad was in the service. So Wes was a little kid, and his older brother, Randy, who is famous for... Jet ski. Jet ski. Flipper, right? He was the one with of those guys, Herbie right? Fletcher. Yes. With Herbie Fletcher. <laughs> so Epic. those guys used to be... Wes was just a little kid sitting on the wall. And, uh, you know, eventually he started going to Ruggles where we hang out, and, and then he moved. When and the neighbor pulled out. When you mentioned that, Ruggles, yeah. right? That's your spot. Yeah. And you fought for that spot. Yeah, it was against the law. To surf there. To surf there. It was against the law to say, let's just say if Ruggles was... Uh, Pleasure Point? Pleasure Point. Be against the law to surf from the hook to the harbor. And the reason being was there was a guy on a longboard, because that's all it was, in the mid-60s, early 60s. And there wasn't hardly anybody surfing there, but this guy went out there, and he got in a hassle with one guy fishing, because it's a fishing Uh off the rocks, and the guy turned out to be the chief of police. So he just went right to the city council, and they banned surfing from First Beach to Castle Hill, basically at all the fishing spots. So we just, you know, eventually we get thrown out all the time. Cops just blow the whistle, whatever. And as soon as we got our cars, we're there, we live there. And uh, one day I just stayed out in the water long enough to... Your car got towed? Well, they said they were going to tow it. Oh, okay. And we yelled back something stupid like, leave the racks, I think. I said, you know, like a leave dump. my bag of weed. Yeah. Leave, leave the racks. Leave the surf racks. So anyway, uh, anyway, um, so, yeah, we came in. It was me and my brother and one other guy. My brother was too young. He let go. The other guy took off. 
and I got arrested, fined $10 district court, appealed it, went to Superior Court, suit and tie, the whole bit, and uh, they threw it out. And that was it. So Legalization. In my, I've, I've known him for a long time because I was involved with Santa Cruz skateboards. He always came to the trade shows. He always yeah. showed up like Mick Jagger, and he always had an entourage. It was always like, who's Sid? Like, who's this dude? <laughs> but uh, I just want to say, um, as I look back on your life, I feel like one of the things the skateboard industry looks back on with you is that you embraced skateboarding super early. Right. And, All the way. Uh, and promoted it. All the way. And you, you, you I did saw your vert ramp on the beach and yeah. you did so much. Yeah, we built, we had a, we started out with a six foot ramp right on the beach next to our shack. We had Tony Hawk there in mid 80s, the Bones Brigade, 88, 89. And then did I he made like go in the water or something once too? No, was that, that was during the uh, second. X Games. Okay, got it. I thought the first that was two X Games were in Newport, okay, Rhode Island, which was a whole different thing. And our shop became the focal point for the first X Games. And we had no idea what it was. Like, none. Like, all these guys are coming to town, and I'm getting calls like a month earlier. Hey, do you mind if we have this, the box of, you know, Tony Hawk stuff sent to the shop? Blah, blah, blah. I remember one day Steve Olsen came in. Can I grip tape a board? I mean, what, what are all these guys doing here? So, mm. that game's great. But as far as the shop on the beach, we built little quarter pipes, uh, mini ramp, and then a vert ramp. But I always looked as, you know, surfing and skating as sort of one. Right. And I didn't separate them into clicks or anything like that. So. Well, and you... If I'm not mistaken, a lot of that vert ramp was because you like skating that too, right? It's, All the time. I yeah. Just, I just, yeah it was, I, mean, I almost made it to 50. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, you know, skating continuously. Right, right. But That's because I, I started another park called Skater Island. Right. That's actually in Tony Hawk's PlayStation 3. And we had a 56-foot across vert ramp, 11-foot high with 13-foot extensions. And that's a whole other story, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I heard, I, yeah, so I know about that. I went down the tube. Um, first off, what's you come to Santa Cruz a lot. You have been since the 70s. Is yeah. there something still special about Santa Cruz that you love? I don't know. I love bringing my wife there. Um, I love bringing my wife there today for her first time. First time? Danielle's wow. first time. Danielle, first time in first Santa time Cruz? In Santa Cruz. Wow, okay. So that was wait, 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 okay. wait, 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 wait. Give her give a big wave to the camera right on Danielle. Okay, so you brought so your wife. That was that was really special to me. And uh we, and I'm we, sure came, you, we took the airport, we went down the coast road, a little north of Tapoon Bay. Yeah, yeah. It was just great. So Danielle, is it torture having Sid as a husband when, like, every two seconds he has to stop and talk to somebody? Um, it's special. It's amazing. Okay. You know, okay. It's, Great answer. Well, yeah. I mean, in Newport, I mean, that well, doesn't happen everywhere. Let's, let's okay. just put that in perspective. But in Newport. In Newport. I mean, Sid knows Sid everyone, knows everyone but everyone. supermarket. Yeah, in, the, in, hey. in Stop and Shop, that's his jam. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to read Nelly a bedtime story? I want to know. Dear Nelly. Uh, 
uh, well, Sid, I'm, I'm happy to see you in Santa Cruz. Oh, we're so... And we're um, here for... Cold Water Classic, too. Right, but we're here for... We're, we're, um, we're doing... Blessed enough to do a film called The Water Brother. And it's a full-length documentary. And mm-hmm. the film crew, the Kaneem brothers, talented film family, look them up. The Kaneem brothers, and they're Rhode Island-based, eight brothers, and they're amazing. And uh, four of them are flying in with Danielle, and she's a producer on the film. And uh, we go around and we try to jam what we can in tomorrow from noon on, all day Thursday, and those guys are there half day Friday. So we got some interviews on the beach, couple scene shots, and... Um, Do you think you guys come to the boardroom? Well, I definitely got you, to you should, but also, just so you guys know, I, I just... Just today, I was like, what's Sid up to? So I Googled you today. And there's a teaser for the documentary yeah. online. And yeah. anybody, anybody can watch it. Dude, it's badass. Yeah. I'm a fan, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm a friend, but now I'm like, I'm a fan. What does it look like? Okay, so first off, in one clip, you take off on a fucking bomb. Like, there's all these shots of you surfing. And it's all cool, because when we live on the West Coast, we're, we kind of like, yeah, whatever. Nelly might back me up on that, but once in a while... But you literally take off on a bomb on that. Uh, Where was that at? I don't know. Do you know what clip I'm no, talking about? I, There's a big one. Maybe it's porno or something. Is there, is no, there a clip on there? No, no. That was that was my that. I don't want to blow. That's blow not you. Boat. No, that's my godson. Oh, okay. I'll I'll, I'll buy that. I take that. That's Walsh of yours. Okay. Well, I got to give it to you because Sid. Um, there's very few people in the world of surfing and skateboarding that go back as far as you have and are still relevant and still doing it. Thank you. And I give you so much credit yeah. and so much love. And the fact that you picked Santa Cruz of all the towns. I love it. I, I mean, know. Santa Cruz, I told my wife, like, coming here, I said, you can drop me anywhere in Santa Cruz and I'll find my way around. Well, I think I we... love this town. Neil, oh. Neil, Sid, Santa Cruz, we've officially adopted you. Oh. Yeah, so you, you are, you, yeah, you, you are, adopted. You're, you're one of us now, you've been adopted, yes, yeah, Sid, Sid is officially a Santa Cruz, come here buddy, <laughs> so you folks heard it first right here, Sid Abruzzi is now a Santa Cruzan, but uh, by the way, just Google him, uh, Water Brothers, you will see what the documentary you're working on, it's amazing, yeah. I, literally, it got me emotional, because yeah, of what you've done, and uh, contributed so, I mean, here's what I said. When I started a skateboard shop, all I said I was going to do was change one kid's life. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. I wanted to open a skateboard shop to have one success story. How many have you had? Can you uh, count? You no, can't count. I can't. You know, and and that's, I, what, that's what, it's something, right? And in, in speaking like that, it's, the kids find you. Yes. They really do. You know, you like, you're saying, Oh, behind the counter all day. I don't do anything. But that kid walks in the front door. And you have to, you just can read them. And whether you give them a hat, a T-shirt, a set of wheels, an old broken surfboard, it changes their life. And they never forget right, it. Right, right. They never forget it. Don't ever change. No. Never. Yeah. Don't ever change. He's your East Coast brother. I think I, yeah, I, I think we look alike. 